0: Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live occupationally with using fine motor and functional life skills. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at Maximum at Yahoo.com, talking functional ways, realistic ways, practical ways to approach the crazy virus and the crazy insanity that's among us, some sane tips for an insane world. We're talking today, now that a lot of us are working remotely working from home how could we maximize the experience the functionality of working from the home how can we have some tips maybe to see how we could work from home in the best way possible so this comes with the help of hubspot and the help of Eric Devaney. Different tips on how we could try to work from home. So working from home really could be awesome, really until the kids throw your computer, the kids ruin your recordings, like for my wife when she's with her students, and and your neighbor who can only assume is building something out there, making all sorts of noise and power tools and machinery in the house, outside the house, Craziness. For many modern professionals, working from home every once in a while is a luxury that our respective companies afford us, especially now in our crazy times. Most of us have to work from home, are required to do so by law and by state health mandate, and we have to do that. But which environment actually shows to be more productive, the home office or the office office? In the office office, coworkers often pose the greatest threat to keeping you from getting some real heads-down work done. They drop by your desk, engage in conversation, invite to lunch. Social benefits of a workplace are definitely awesome, but it can be a challenge if you're easily distracted. In the home also, especially if you have little kids like we do, it could be very distracting, very difficult to work. But in the home office, if you're able... To do so and find your own space, it could be great. But you could also be your own worst enemy, technically. Because when you're not surrounded by co-workers, you're free to drop pesky inhibitions at the home office. No one's watching. You don't necessarily feel that same peer pressure or communal obligation to get stuff done. Also, you might not feel the need to get dressed. You could just wear your pajamas. Nobody would know. And the clothing you wear can actually affect the outlook you have. So if you're going to work in your pajamas, you're going to have such a mindset. But if you actually get dressed and, and wear your regular clothes, work outfits you might feel more productive but we'll talk about that so here's some tips and tricks from different co-workers with the help of hubstop and the author that we present to you that can help you work from home especially now that we have to just on a side note i actually really do like remote working remotely working remotely working from home, however you say it. It's actually very interesting. The kids are very loud and very destructive on the first floor, but I shut myself up all the way in the attic because I have to meet the students face-to-face. I have to see them live. Even though a lot of teachers and the like are using Zoom, are using Google Classroom, we can't do that for the OT, for the DOE. We have to use a more secure situation, a more secure website because Zoom is hackable, apparently. So you have to use the ability to have a more secure thing such as google meet if you do zoom there is a way of making it more secure you could lock it in certain ways and there are ways to go about that but you want to make sure that you have a good experience like that so i go and i make myself have an attic space i i go up at 8 30 and i stay till about twelve thirty one because i got to see those eight kids i give the the eight kids the time each kid gets a half hour and then usually give an extra time for note note writing note taking in order to do that. Also, we talked before about how we made a workspace in the area of the attic. We used to have the desk. We used to have the coffee table raised up to be a desk and there's a nice office chair and that new MacBook we got a few years ago in order to make it a good experience. Down here though, if I would work down here, it'd be very difficult. My wife can attest to that. The kids are very loud, very interruptive. So it's hard to do that. But if you use Zoom or G Suite, by the way, it's fantastic. Through the school that you work in or through a company you work in, they could give you G Suite, not advertising for Google, just explaining that it's basically Google. There's Google Classroom, there's Gmail, there's Google Calendar, Google Meet. It's all connected. It's all one unit. And it all cohesively works together. Once you get the hang of it, it's very cool. But that's one of the things I just wanted to let you know. When you when you dress for the day, you, you start for the day, you go up into a specialized area, it could be more productive and it could feel better because you could still see the people, you could still work, see the students, but still be from the comfort of your own home. Some people say, and I agree, if you get started early, that's fantastic. When working in an office, the morning commute can help wake you up and feel ready to work by the time you get to your desk. At home, though, The transition from your pillow to the computer can be more jarring. Believe it or not, one way to start work from home productively is to dive into your do list as soon as possible, as soon as you wake up. Simply getting a project started first thing in the morning can be the key to making progress on it gradually throughout the day. Otherwise, you'll prolong breakfast, let the morning sluggishness wear your weigh your motivation. Somebody says that when they work from home, they wake up, they put on a pot of coffee, start working immediately, much earlier than nor- normal working out, much earlier than normal working hours. They start making breakfast once they've hit a wall or knitted a need a break if you're a morning person or a late morning person after the first hour or so like some of us then you could find that you could get a ton done in the early morning so that could really work but you really should also pretend like you're going into the office we're going to probably break this up into today and tomorrow maybe even a third day because we have a lot of tips with two different sites actually to bring to you so pretend pretend like you're going to the office you want to make sure that you have the mental association that you make between work and office can make you more productive. There's no reason that feeling should be lost when telecommuting. When working from home, do all the things you do to prepare for an office role. Set your alarm. Make or get coffee. If you drink it, I don't, but whatever you drink, like hot cocoa, you could bring up. And wear nice clothes. Just like I said before, the clothing really can make the experience different if you if you up in your pajamas, you're not going to feel that productive. You go up in the work clothes, you'll feel more productive. Internet browsers like Google Chrome even allow you to set up multiple accounts with different toolbars on the top. For example, a toolbar for home and a separate toolbar for work. Another person said that. You got to get fully ready for the day, pretend you're actually going to work. Otherwise, you might find yourself back in bed. You should also structure your day like you would in the office. So when I set up the students, I had to call all the parents, get all the consent to do teletherapy, this online therapy for OT. And I tried to structure the kids to have the same days they usually would have and similar time frames they usually would have. It just It just clicks in my mind somehow. It kind of keeps the organization, keeps the structure of what I've had during the year. So if I saw Charlie, I don't have a Charlie, but if I saw Charlie Monday, Wednesdays at 9.30, now I try to see Charlie Monday, Wednesdays at 9.30 on teletherapy. If I saw Diana, I don't have a Diana, but if I saw Diana Tuesday, Thursday at 10.30, I try to keep the same time slot on the online situation on google meet because it really keeps it organized it keeps it set up the same way and even though i don't have to have a seven hour day an eight hour day now i could push it down to the four hours to see them back to back from 8 30 to 12 30 or the like it's still good to structure yourself as you would if you were in school if you're in the office when working from home you're your own personal manager without things like an in-person meeting schedule to break up your day you could be quick to lose focus or burn out stay on schedule segment what you'll do when when you'll do it over the course of the day if you have an online calendar google meet has a fantastic calendar with the google calendar and it shows me the eight kids for the day i know who's up next and then it puts it on the meet you create personal events and reminders that tell you when to shift gears and start a new task google calendar i'm telling you it was fantastic makes it easy Someone said, our mornings for writing while you're in the office use the same schedule at home. While you probably will get tasks done faster at home than at work, this structure will help you keep focused and productive. And like I said before, choose a dedicated workspace if that's possible. Again, in our attic, when you go up the stairs, you go straight to the back. Facing the front window, we have this beautiful little workspace, this work area, this table we made into the desk with the office chair and the printer, the two printers, yada, yada. Just because you're not working in an office doesn't mean you can't, well, have an office. Rather than cooping yourself up in your room or on the couch spaces that are associated with leisure time and not productivity, dedicate a specific room or area or surface in your home to work. I'm telling you, it's wonderful to have that area. When I see my students at night, I go up to that, that part of the attic. Have a place you go to specifically for work. If you want to go out of the house, it could be a local coffee shop. But if you want to stay in the house, it could be a certain table, chair, someplace that consistently is your workspace. It helps get you into the right frame of mind. And then also don't stay at home Well, now that we're in quarantine, this point doesn't really apply, but hopefully, God willing, soon we'll get out of quarantine for all of us. Is your home office just not getting it done for you? Take telecommuting a step further and get out of the house once we can, God willing. Coffee shops, libraries, public lounges, and similar Wi-Fi-enabled spaces can help you stimulate the energy of an office so you can stay productive even when you don't sit in an office workplace. Side note, I actually do not like to do this. I find it very loud and very distracting. When I was in grad school and undergrad, we've mentioned this before, I couldn't have any sound, any distraction when studying or trying to get work done. You could ask my wife, I would sit for five hours straight to study, no distractions, lock the room, no sounds, because I really can't have anything behind me. It's too loud, it's too, it just, it can't do it. So I can't go to a Starbucks or a Dunkin' Donuts or other establishments, I go up to a quiet area in the house. But other people can do this. I know my wife can work with music, can work with noise. I can't do that. But these other people, they go to Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, or other Wi-Fi establishments with actual tables, chairs, and people. For them, it stimulates the work environment for them. The white noise, the chatter, that kind of a thing. That usually helps them work better than utter silence. I am the opposite. It all depends on what you need. It also removes the distractions they typically have at home, like the urge to finally actually clean the room, do laundry, or watch TV. Halavai, we should all have so much time to do all those things. I also refuse to play in the trope of being some guy sitting at Starbucks not doing any real work, so I'm motivated not to mess around on Facebook all day to show people I actually get stuff done. And these are different quotes from anonymous people not going to use their names to maintain their confidentiality. And lastly, we're going to split this up into, again, tomorrow and the next day, make it harder for yourself to mess around on social media. Social media is designed to make it easier for you to open and browse quickly. At work, though, this convenience can be the detriment of productivity. To counteract this, remove them from your browser and block them. You could also log, make accounts sort of ways that you can make that you're private or whatever. You could go incognito or the like, and you can make that it doesn't even come. So if you remove all social networking from the toolbar bookmarked, even if you don't mean to browse them, sometimes subconsciously you could get them. You take them out, it'll keep you on track, and then you'll be able to stay focused. Join us as we continue talking great tips to try to help you work remotely from home as best possible here on OT Talk with Mr. T, and I'm your host, Mr. T.